forever. Dog. Terror is her constant companion as death waits in the wings. This week on the podcast, Richie Tankersley Q6's Silent Stalker. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I am one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And as stated, we are covering Silent Stalker. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking like right at it, and I'm still like not believing my eyes. Yeah, Silent it's kind Stalker. of. That I would imagine is like what? Yeah, I would imagine this book to be titled literally anything else. Yeah, it, it like does not Wuthering Heights. any kind of feel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. For example, the Canterbury Tales. Just like, <laughs> um, for example, Ichabod Crane and Mister Toad. Uh, <laughs> Wild like Adventures. Just like any title would fit it more than Silent Stalker. Like, uh, just like to choose one out of a bag. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Just to choose one one second. <laughs> just to choose kind of trying to <laughs> I'm trying to find. Um, just like uh for example, uh choose your own adventure number two, journey under the sea. <laughs> just like off the top of my head. Just like anything but silent stalker. Silent stalker. I mean, if your if your shit takes place in a castle, I already feel like silent stalker doesn't work. Even no. not knowing what the plot is. Silent Stalker's too urban. Richie. Richie Tankers like you sick. Um, this book is crazy. I <laughs> <laughs> I wanna I think you sent your texts of a few days ago. So oh, it might yes. be harder to find because we text somewhat frequently. Oh sure. It's the same thing as what's on Goodreads, so I can just read what's on Goodreads because Oh, I was going to read what you were sending me about it being terrible. Oh. I was going to read yes. your comments, but My I comments. can't. I'm not sure if I can find them. because We do text very frequently. Oh, yeah. At least daily. We're either like, it's either me sending you links to houses now. <laughs> Which I love because you do, you understand me. <laughs> Or it's us uh, sharing the tweets of uh, people we're annoyed by on Twitter. Yeah, it's like a secret cringe thread. Yeah, of like, oh, they're at it again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then like houses and then like thoughts on the books or yes. movies that we're covering. I think we've been talking about houses too much. Yeah, we have been talking about houses a lot, a lot. But it, the, the, main, the main one that I remember is um, I think that Richie went to a Ren Fair and then just like went crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, she felt different <laughs> after. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, what I said. That was what it was. <laughs> it's true, right? <laughs> it is so fucking weird. This book is the it weirdest book no we've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, I mean, we've got, so it's like classic repetitive nonsense just sure makes no sense same thing over and over again zero character development zero maybe the least relationship development 
that I can think of in recent memory. <laughs> I mean, literally. No one has a no, conversation. Nothing. I mean, there's like people say things at each other. And mostly just at Jenny. Yeah. Jenny's like s- trying to say things at people and they're like, no. Right. The shield is up. An invisible yeah. shield and her words hit and they just bounce off. <sighs> I, yes. The, okay. <laughs> the, the like, con- okay, okay. Do you okay, want to read the back of the book? Sure. Sure. We can try to make sense of all this. Okay, so it starts with like a quote from the book. Beware of the one who hides, who watches in the dark. Okay. Before Jenny Logan even entered the forbidding castle, a replica of the Worthington's ancestral home in England, a terrified stranger warned her away. Was the warning real or just another example of the family's macabre sense of humor? Jenny couldn't be sure. She only knew her summer vacation with her father suddenly became a nightmare when the predatory Sir John Worthington invited them to stay and his grandsons, the gorgeous Malcolm, his twin Derek, and their mischievous cousin Wit spun a web of intrigue, (laughs) romance, and deceit. I thought he was a brother. He's a brother. Yeah, he's a brother. That's a lie. And deceit around her. She's forced to play by their rules now and battle the castle's ancient curse, which decrees that she will go mad or die or simply disappear. <laughs> it's pretty baffling that it's a replica of a house, right? Like, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> just fly to a different country. <laughs> it just is like such an unnecessary layer. And I, I'm like, okay, so the stones are haunted? Yeah, I did not understand. Haunted I was, stones? I did not understand. <laughs> and also, like, were they British? I felt like maybe they were from the way they talked. Sir John is, but okay. the others couldn't be. Right, because right? they grew up here. Oh, I don't even think Sir John oh, is. Their like great grandfather did it. Yeah, so they've just lived in this like gray gardens type house. This, but I'm just like tr- I'm just like trying to speed through this one because it's this is such an annoying one. <laughs> it's really annoying, and I can't believe that we had to pay for this one. It here's the thing: there were annoying things that happened. I was laughing a lot while reading this book. <laughs> Because, like, go ahead. well, just because, like, this more than any other book we've read, this book is insane. Like, yes. in that she, okay, she goes, she shows up with her dad. Her dad's like, I'm a journalist and I'm gonna do a thing on, I'm gonna do a, I'm, I'm interviewing Sir John who, about like, the Ren Fair. But is it about the Ren? I thought it was just about like him. Well, first, because Sir John wanted it to promote the Ren Fair. Okay. Because they throw a Ren Fair at their scary haunted house. And then the dad's like, oh, I wish I was doing a story on the house because the house is so amazing. And then he just ditches his daughter in a storm. And like, because they arrive and like a tree falls on their car. And then he's the dad's gone. And so she's like whisked around this castle. There's a lot of her being like whisked Whisked, around. (laughs) And she's whisked around this castle. And then she arrives in the living or in like the great hall or whatever. And her dad's just like chatting away, eating, doesn't even realize he's ditched her. And then he's like, 
okay, we have to sleep here because it's going to be great. And she's like, dad, I absolutely do not want to sleep here. And let it be noted that literally every other man in the room, Sir John, Malcolm, Derek, and Wit are all like ogling Jenny. Just like her body has been passed over with many pairs of eyes. In so aggressively in front. Passed over by. Yes. Sorry, just correcting my grammar. <laughs> no, please. Um, like, okay, here's just like the, one of the first thing that happens. Okay, this is literally 5% into the book and she's like, <gasps> like <laughs> lost. Okay, so this is when she's lost and her dad's like off somewhere. Jenny started to scream but felt a hand clamp over her mouth. Not a good idea. The voice scolded gently. A soft voice, definitely male. Jenny struggled but couldn't turn her head. She could feel his body tall and strong against her back. And when he spoke again, he sounded amused. Do you know what we do to trespassers around here? We torture them. A fresh surge of panic went through her. She twisted, but he only held her tighter against him. You might as well stop struggling. <laughs> he laughed. It won't do you any good. And it just might make me angry. Jenny stopped. She could feel her heart hammering in her chest. This won't do at all, he said. His voice lowered. I believe I can hear your heart racing. In fact, I swear I can actually see it beating right through your clothes. At this point, <laughs> I was like, RTC is the horniest she's ever been. This book is so yes. horny. I, ugh. It's really gross horny, too. It's disgusting. Like, Sir it's John, like, rapey. stares at her. I... I d this book is such gaslighting. <laughs> like we thought we'd read some gaslighting before. I forget what we said the most gaslighting book was. The Best uh, Friend, maybe? Oh, right. Best Friend. I mean, because she's gaslighting her the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. But like this is. Ugh. The entire they family. Are, the entire family. I guess Sir John is somewhat removed. But I want to like cut off Wit's head. Okay. Wit, wit is unacceptable. Absolutely. Like, literally everything about Wit is absolutely unacceptable. It's just, like, unforgivable. Okay. So I need you. You need to describe him. I'm going to pull up a YouTube video of what I pictured him sounding like. <laughs> okay. So you read right. what he's like or tell what he's like. So I'll just read the part where we meet the whole family. Um. Okay. That is not what I needed. I've I've searched wit and it's just bringing up every time it says with what I've searched for wit in the book to get to it, but it just brings up every time it uses the word. Wit oh no! Or with maybe do a search uh, yeah, wit space. Oops, same. Okay, do wit space space. No, no, dang, doesn't let you do that. That's how I do That's that sometimes fine. with stuff. But I'll find. I mean, he's okay, like, he's unforgivable. All right. Ugh. Okay. So they, ugh. They enter. All right, without a warning. Okay, Malcolm. I like, they get to this castle. A tree falls on their car. Dad disappears. Jenny, like, gets led inside by this stranger, Malcolm, who's, like, romantic and sexy, but rapey as demonstrated by the passage Kelly already read and then they end up in this dining hall and 
her dad is just there eating dinner already. So, like, what he thought Jenny was up to this whole time, who's to say? He is, like, Bad one dad. of the worst dads. Bad dad. One of the worst. Um, so here we go. The room went silent. As Jenny paused beside the dais, she had the unsettling impression of eyes creeping over her, stares emanating from the deep wells of darkness around the table. Shadows flickered up the walls as seconds dragged into endless minutes. Daughter... It was an elderly voice which spoke at last from the head chair. Jenny heard its cool, smooth tone, its guarded politeness, and felt an unexpected shiver up her spine. I don't recall any mention of a daughter, Mr. Logan. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Again, the heavy silence, the slow inspection by hidden eyes, as if whoever else was there, concealed in the shadows, had suddenly held his breath. Jenny wanted to turn, to run, but could only stare helplessly as Sir John leaned forward into the candlelight. Um, she shouldn't have come, a voice began from the other side of the table. But the old man cut it off with an abrupt gesture and raked Jenny from head to foot with his eyes. Lovely, the old man murmured. So very lovely. Disgusting. Jenny felt Malcolm's hand on her back, nudging her forward. She could see Sir John more clearly now, his startlingly gaunt face, silver hair flowing to his shoulders, silver goatee upon his chin. As she stared back at him, he squinted down at her, much like a predator gauging its kill. Well done, Malcolm, he murmured. Well done, indeed. <laughs> it's so it's crazy. Gusto. But she shouldn't be here, and they're like, oh, women don't belong here. Um, what my other son is trying to say, Miss Logan, is that girls, <laughs> forgive me, young women are a rarity at Worthington Hall. Sit there. Excuse me, Jenny began, but Sir John shook his head. Did I just say sit? I did just say sit, did I not? Or am I a total fool? No, my lord, I'm the fool, another voice piped up. You're merely senile. There was an undercurrent of laughter, and to Jenny's increasing discomfort, a jester suddenly popped out from the shadows along the wall, the belled tassels on his cap jingling merrily. He had a cute boyish face and eyes that crinkled up to match his mischievous grin, and as Jenny backed away... He leapt lightly onto the table and squatted on his heels, looking down at her. A game, the jester announced. So many of us, and only one, Jenny. Who will win her heart? Nervously, Jenny realized that Malcolm had seated himself at the table, leaving her alone on the floor. I saw her first, Malcolm winked. So by right, or by wrong, the jester swept his arm in an inclusive gesture. Make your choice, my lady. Jenny was speechless. She stared at the jester and saw him stretch slowly toward her. Wit, the jester offered Jenny a handshake. At your service. She hesitated, unsure what to do. Blah, 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 blah. Wit, the jester said again, pointing to himself. And Malcolm. He indicated the young man who had rescued Jenny. And as Malcolm gave her a smile, Wit continued introductions around the table. And you might think he's being paid to do this, but no, he's a member of the family. Black and blue becomes you. Uh, Wit winked at her. Then with a mischievous look, he shouted, Nice to see you in your clothes for a change. Jenny's cheeks flamed. As people turned to look at her, she took off in the opposite direction with Wit close at her heels. Should I have explained? He tried to look forlorn. Should I have said something about your nightgown or just don't say anything? Go away. Uh Uh-oh. What? Quick, close your eyes. What? (laughs) Jenny stopped, alarmed. What about my... Don't talk, just hurry. Close your eyes right now. There's something... Something what? Just do it. Jenny did as she was told, shutting her eyes tight as Wit stepped up to her. 
Something on your eyelashes, he whispered. Oh, no, I knew it. Oh, no, something on your... As Jessie's... Jessie. As Jenny <laughs> stood stock still, she felt the slightest pressure on one eyelid and she held her breath. What is it? She murmured. A kiss? <laughs> I... This... I... I felt absolutely disgusted. I felt disgusted this whole fucking book. I was so fucking angry the whole time I was reading this. I was like, oh, God, everybody's being so gross. Wit is being very annoying on top of being gross. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be gross and hit on me, that's one thing. And if you're going to do another wall dress like a jester. That's another. That's, that's, that's something another. I've never even considered. <laughs> I never considered that was an option of torture. If I'd known, I would have chosen a different book. <laughs> Absolutely. So they're like, uh, she gets sliced in the fucking neck. She's like, ah. And then he heals her. And then and then he's like, I have to go because I have to go be a jester or whatever. I also, guess, there's this girl, for some Nan. reason. Oh, my God, Nan. What is Nan's deal? Nan and I ask is that like, because we will never know. We'll never, never know. Like all we we all we know is that like Nan is like like fucking Luna Lovegood. Like she's like she's fully cryptic. like cri- she's Nell. Yes, she's she's Nell without the forest language. Yes, she's like completely nailed out because of <laughs> something that a character we've not talked about yet has done to her. We don't know what it is, but did you guess what it was? No, I laughed I out did. loud when it happened. I was I, you did. Yeah. I was, I, like, I was just like, it's what? this, and that's why Wit keeps going on about telling them apart. Oh. Why wouldn't they just fucking exactly. say? Exactly. That was like the thing that was like bothering, because they weren't, the problem was, because like, I feel like Crimson Peak, for example, right? Like, there's a lot of weird secrets in that family, but like, everyone's selling it so much that like, you're like, okay, I get why you'd keep those secrets. And they have this- reasons for keeping the secrets. Yeah, this is like all they do is constantly put her in danger. Yeah, well, because well, no yeah, exactly. Because with Crimson Peak, he has to keep secrets to like everyone has to keep secrets because everyone's complicit. Here, they're not complicit. Mm-mm. The, it's the just keeping the secrets is the complicity. Yes, there's so, just no fucking okay, reason. Lindsay, do you want to do you want to say what the twist is? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, there's somebody who keeps skulking about the house and like kidnapping Jenny <laughs> and threatening <laughs> her. Time, and they refer, and Wit calls him the executioner and a ghost, <laughs> the executioner's ghost, because he like wears a hood. And he's like, that's the ghost that all the women see before they die or go mad. And it turns out to be, guess what? A fucking triplet. Named yep. Edwin. Edwin! Edwin! Except with yep. a Y. With a Y. And Edwin's and like a, fucking and crazy man. and mm-hmm. has murdered women and like drove mm-hmm. Nan crazy, but Nan's like in love with him and so she's protecting him. Even though he said, I'm going to kill you, and then he does. Yeah, he kills Nan. It's so pointless. Dude, there was a moment, there was a brief moment where jenny is like shit i need to get nan and we need i'm just we're gonna run away i'll take nan and we'll run and i was like "Ooh, is that what the story's gonna turn into like her and nan like you know odd coupling it like (laughs) and and trying to get out because like i'm in 
And then, of course, no, that's no, not what it is. No, of course not, Kelly. What are you, crazy? I know. How could I dare expect something yes. like that? How could I dare um, expect anything? Anything. So guess what? Edwin's been, like, sneaking in her room and, like, releasing rats. Because that was the other thing. Okay, like, her first fucking night there. She's like... <laughs> Uh, I have to be in this creepo room. And they're like, yes, sorry. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then they're like, all right, good night. It's like, and then, it's like, the fucking tower. They put her in a yeah. goddamn tower. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then she goes in her room and she's like, this is creepy. Oh, well, wow, sleepy. Uh-oh, I hear like squeakies and I'm going to stand up. There are fucking rats crawling all over my feet. And then someone's going to fucking ether me. Yep. And then, okay, this is what I was confused about. So she gets ethered and then she kind of like comes to and she hears multiple voices talking Mm -hmm. about that she has to be able to tell them apart. But if we're to believe, so are we to believe that all of those voices that we hear came from Nan and Edwin? We are meant to believe, yes. That's bullshit. Yes, because Jenny is like positive she's hearing wit. Yeah, that's what I thought. And so I don't understand. So she's like flooping around, like being <clears throat> like tortured. And then she wakes up in her, on at the foot of the stairs in a puddle. And the boys find her, wit and the twins. And she's like, ugh, <laughs> that was crazy. And they were yeah. like, mm, sounds fake. <laughs> and she's like, okay, what a night then. <laughs> and like continues to just stay there. Uh-huh. And look, I don't want a victim blame because her I was just gonna say, dad sure. Sure. fucking abandoned her there. Yeah. But she could be doing like a, a little bit more. She could be doing a little bit more. For how terrified she is all the time, the fact that she does literally nothing to leave and also like keeps accidentally saying things in front of people. I'm like, you're so dumb. Like accidentally? What do you what does that even mean? Yeah. When she's like for this because um, you're accidentally saying it in front of the people who are gaslighting you, who are aware, fully aware of what's going on. Like when she's like, hmm, are there any, like, okay, here's here's an example. So she's like trying to be sneaky. And so she goes up to Sir John, but he, it, okay, so she, the mm-hmm. only person she trusts in her mind is Sir John. So it's her, Sir John, and the, the twins and Wit are there. And she's like sneakily trying to ask because she found like a staircase w- full of skulls. <laughs> so she like goes up to Sir John and she's like, I have some questions. I'm doing research. Like, are there any like fun myths about this place like involving <laughs> like skulls? And I'm just like spitballing. <laughs> and and then he's like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she's like, Oops, I guess I shouldn't have said that in front of these other people. And I'm like, but that's like the very easy thing to not do. You just don't say it in front of them. And, and they're the ones who've 
said it first. Yeah. Like they were like, there's a curse. What? And so she was trying to find, I guess she was like, well, now I have like specific knowledge of past crimes. Cause like there are all these skulls in the, in the stairs. I actually, there was one part that I thought was pretty cool. Um, and it was after she's been drugged. She, so she previously she had, cause she was like, how is someone getting in my room? My door locks. So like what's happening. And then it turns out like, in the fireplace of oh my god that part room. is so funny um you can just like there's like uh handholds like on the inside of the chimney so like you can just climb to the top of the tower from her room and so that's how the person was getting in her room and then she gets drugged by nan and she's like i gotta go back up there and like <laughs> is climbing and then just like falls asleep in the chimney like mid climb <laughs> and then is like oh and like <laughs> keeps climbing. Like I, I thought that part was really funny. I liked that part a lot. <laughs> she just like falls out in the top of the tower and is like, "Whoa!" But I was also like, "I don't know where you are." No, there's no. is there like a ledge before she gets out? To is she on top of the tower? Is she on one of those like columns between the battlements? She keeps talking about the battlements, but I don't know where she is in relation to the battlements. It's also like, so what I was picturing, like, I which I do lights not. in the distance. And I'm like, what yeah. lights? <laughs> and she kept talking about the lights and they never. Almost as if like they were not real. Yeah. Like they fairy like lights ghost or lights? Yeah. But then like, okay, so this is what I was picturing for the structure that she was in, which I do not think is true because it's very modern. But you know, like the top of like a skyscraper how like there's like a, that little building that you come out of and then you're on the roof. Like, you know how like there's like a little room that's enclosed and then you would open a door and then you'd be on the roof and be exposed. Yes, I do. Like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like, the, like I trust it's like the top you. of the staircase. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Those do not really exist I uh, not in skyscrapers. So I was like, I think maybe that like she's like falling yeah out of that and then perhaps so she, anyway, she's up there. And then she's like, Ugh. "Oh, but then no, it's confusing because like I guess she was in the flume the whole time." So it's very unclear where she I mean, is. Just the fact that she's climbing up a fucking chimney. I was like, Four "When and why did hours. this occur to you?" Like for her to and she's doing it for so long. And then she's like like halfway up she's like, "Oh fuck, like I should not have done this because like I don't know where I'm going or like I'm, it's very claustrophobic in here and I don't know if this actually goes anywhere." Oh well. And then keeps going. <laughs> Yes, and why? Yeah. And then, um, okay, I, I want to say that. So, the I don't know. And oh, man, all the. There's so much running through the woods. Yeah, lots there's of running, running lots through the of running. castles. This was really like our prom dance story. Yeah. Where she just like hears something and she runs, but it's nothing. But then just kidding. Somebody was following her. And I truly don't ever know when she's talking to Malcolm or Derek. I don't know if RTC does either. I feel like I she did never notice. made a decision. Are you there? Yeah. There's like oh, really okay. loud helicopters right outside my house. It's kind of creepy. I do hear something. But it sounded like money being counted in a money counter. 
It was shaking my windows. Oh. It was so loud. Like I could feel it like in my chest. DHS there? Department of Repo. Oh my God. Are you here yet? (sighs) Anyway. Democratic so she's running all around. Seriously. So she's so she's running all around. She keeps running. Like there's like so many. She just runs from place to place. There was okay, there were two parts where I clear I very much was like, okay, I don't know where she is. Mm -hmm. One. She (laughs) after the Ren Fair, like, and um uh this is like after she gets her neck sliced. And Wit's like, I have to go be a jester and she's like fine i'm gonna go through the woods and then she's like la 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 la, walking in the woods and she's like a twig snapped and (laughs) runs and she's like running 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 and she goes somewhere to hide i do not know where she is hiding she's hiding somehow and the person leaves eventually but where is she what is she hiding in i don't know she like ends up in a dungeon at some point do you mean that yeah she falls that that's doesn't she run into nan yeah she runs into well yeah and then after that she sees nan and then nan says some like goofy shit at her and she's like ah and then like keeps running (laughs) and then and then she's she hides like literally it could be anything like behind a rock in a house like (laughs) i don't know where she is she's hiding hiding uh the pursuer leaves and then she keeps running and then falls like through some like rotted wood into the fucking dungeon. And then there's like a fucking corpse hanging above that rats are fully eating. They're like, yeah, that's a doll. Oh, and yeah. Malcolm like, comes is in. it though? Yeah. Malcolm comes in and he's like, CBD. wow. So it appears you found our props. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> props were fucking what? It, are and the Renfair... Like, attendees ever going in there because it doesn't seem like it also that's not fucking hollywood horror nights it's it's a ren fair yes you don't need it's not in corpses i mean i will say that if you go to medieval times there is a torture museum sure but a room with shackles and a dummy does not a museum make no so she's like, oh, it's scary in here. And Malcolm's like, don't worry. You're beautiful. And then kisses her. <laughs> and she's like, wow. Don't worry. You're beautiful. That puts you in greater danger. Mwah. Yes. He literally says that. They make out and and he leaves. And she's like, wow. And then. Oh, so so at the end, like as part of that again Edwin's- is like prom dance. Yes. Jason or whatever we named him is like, you look beautiful. And she's like, thank you. And he's like, you shouldn't. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> girls are in danger. It was like the part where he's like, okay, Edwin at the end when he's doing his like villain monologue, which was another place that I was like, I do not understand Mm-mm. the structure of this room. Like it's, it was very unclear. Anyway, Edwin's <laughs> like, ha ha, twas I the whole time. Every time that we kissed, it was me. So then at the end. I think it was. She, yeah, I was like, was it? And then at the end when she's like, she's like, wow, all those times that Malcolm and I had, I can't wait to see him again. I was like, wait, but like that was Edwin, right? So like. 
So I like, did I think Edwin was lying or watching? Well, I know that Edwin kissed her when she was in the in the torture room. He did. That wasn't. Yeah, that was Edwin. That wasn't Malcolm. No. Oh, because oh, and then yeah. that's why Derek was like really pissed. Yeah, he was like in the dungeon, and she's like, yeah, and he's like, oh fuck, because that's right. where he fucking hangs out all the time. Ta. <laughs> so like when she's like wow all those times I had with Malcolm I can't wait for us to start our relationship I was like girl I don't think he knows that oh. you've been having this relationship with him yeah cause then no, but then he's like I guess I I guess maybe Derek told Malcolm what happened he was like you have to act like you kissed her because then he kisses her again and she does say wow this is in even more passionate than before I guess Wait, so in the morning that is Malcolm or is it what's the his morning name? it's Malcolm for sure are you sure yes how do you know how can you tell them apart because of the missing ear <laughs> oh but then remember it was a lie no I know missing I'm ear just, thing. Uh, because oh. he had no nose because Malcolm <laughs> didn't have a nose and so it was Malcolm because he had no nose <laughs> I don't oh my know God, the, what this book is. It's so confusing. It's very confusing. It it very much seems like it's trying to be like gothic romance. Um, yeah, it, but I felt no heights, but is yes. in fact not. It's nothing. It's nothing at all. I mean, it's crazy. It is really crazy. Like, it's really crazy that all of this is happening to a teenage girl. Like, yes, I think that's the weird part. <laughs> I don't like she is there. None of them have any characters apart from mean, less mean, um, annoying, crazy, crazy and Old. mean dad. And there are yeah. two mean dads. Mean dad. Yeah. One is like lecherous mean dad and one is like neglectful mean dad. Yes. And then there's like her, which is like pretty. Like that's her personality. Yes. Also, okay, let's talk about the climax of the book because, like, truly, I was like, what on earth? <laughs> yes, I texted <laughs> you. I said, I finished and what? So she gets captured and put on some type of table. She does? Well, I wasn't it like some kind of shelf or something? Like, what is yeah, she it's on? Like a shelf in a low part of the castle. Mm-hmm. Or like a ledge, and the tide is coming in, but with the tide comes magic swimming rats. Like, look, we know that rats people. do swim. We know we know that rats thrive when they're swimming. Yes. They love to swim. They, they remain in the water. But the fact that these are like red-eyed, like demon rats. It's as if they've been trained yeah. to eat. Human. Which maybe they have, I guess. He's like Willarding. He's like <laughs> maybe. So all these rats come in like a wave of the rising tide, and they're like trying to get her. Now this is the part that I was like, what? Because like he, because Edwin is in there too, but he's like up higher than her, and he's throwing rats at her. Like I didn't he's understand. Like. <laughs> Uh, right yeah he's throwing rats at her he's throwing rats at her from like 
He's like above because she's like, help me. And he's like, no. And then throws a rat at her. <laughs> no. She's like, she's like, okay. And then like <laughs> tries to get away. And then the lights that we've been talking about from the beginning of the book confusingly appear again. But this time they are. Uh huh. They're the three boys. Which oh, makes because Wit has been almost killed. How? <laughs> yeah, so it's the three. It's not Wit because Wit's like on death's door. It's um, Edwin, Malcolm, and Derek. Yes. And they're all like being like, come over to me. Come over to me. And truly, I'm like, Derek has never been less necessary. No. <laughs> <laughs> There should have just been one. There should have been one. It should have been one guy and an evil twin, and she should have been confused as to why his personality seems to change. But the fact that she's yeah. having to juggle three personalities yeah. is excessive. Because by the end, like all three of them are yelling at her, and she's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> because truly, like it could have just been, because then you could have done like, we could have done a little bit of work on Wit's character and she could have been like, okay, I like this moody, serious one and I like this jokey one. And the moody, serious one, though, sometimes he's like meaner than usual and that's weird. I don't know what to do. But mm-hmm. instead we have these two twins and Wit. And then Wit was never a serious love interest. No. And yet at the same time, he was definitely cute and definitely also in love with Jenny and like lamenting his eternal friend zone status. Oh, my God. His friend zone, his bitching about being in the friend zone, I was like, okay. Shut up. You're, like, shooting yourself in the foot. Nothing is, she, you met her 10 minutes ago. Literally 10 minutes ago. And And also, you're not a friend. You're terrible. Yeah, you're not a friend. You're a stranger. Yeah, and then also when she's, like, she's also really stupid because, like, literally they've all met 10, 10 minutes ago and she's, like, oh, 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 remember the moment when <laughs> she's like, like, la, 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 I'm thinking about how I made out with Malcolm in the dungeon. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, which one of them, like, licked your face? Like, he's like, which one of them <laughs> fucking, like, like, rubbed his boner on you? Like, which one of them which one? was it? Do you, and do you like, even know? Yeah. And he's do like, you know? tell them apart. And then she's like, ah, and slaps him. And he's like, I always like, thank God. (laughs) Correct. Jenny, you should. Thank you. Thank God she slapped him because truly. Because we were all thinking it. We were all thinking it. It was. It was. It was unacceptable. It is very comical to me that Derek is even involved in the story at all because like so unnecessary after a certain point when she's like because like even then I feel like RTC was like trying to position Derek as like possibly being evil because Derek at one point goes up to her and he's like you should leave like no one wants you here and she's like wow rude (laughs) and then she like goes and makes out with Malcolm I guess like that, but then like even after that point, even RTC was bored with him. Yes, and so she just gets rid of him. Yeah, he's like barely By just there. Not mentioning him, he's like, it's like at that point only ever Malcolm. But then Wit's making her doubt herself. Didn't it seem that way to you? 
There was only yeah. Malcolm from then on. Well, I mean, it was Edwin, but yeah. What, was it sometimes what? Edwin? Yeah. I Fuck think if so. I know, man. <laughs> so then, like, at the point where she's like, they're like, you should. That was the other hilarious part. Is so she's like perched in this room that's filled full of water and rats that somehow open out to the sea. Yes. And they're like, one of the guys is like, swim to me. <laughs> She's like, I can't. And then the, another guy is like, shut up. That's Edwin. I'm coming to you. And then the other guy's like, I'm Derek. <laughs> I don't know why. Why didn't the two good brothers just go, no, we're the good brothers. That's Edwin. Yeah. If two brothers are telling you which one the bad one is, then you can believe yeah. those two brothers. And then she like members. She, she was does like, think that they're all fucking with her, which is fair. She, it's fair. It's fair. But also there's like this point where she's like she's got it in her head that like Derek is the safe one. And Wit has told her that Derek has a scar on his hand. And so like she's like, I guess after telling out, her about a fake scar on his fucking earlobe. Yeah. So really, who knows? <laughs> who knows? And he like reaches his hand out and she's like, oh, a scar. Good. It's Derek. She grabs his hand and then she's like, oh, no, it was a shadow. <laughs> his palm is unmarred. And then he throws a rat at her. <laughs> I know. And he's like, I'm, I'm Malcolm, you piece of shit. And she's like, who do I trust? <laughs> and then the other brothers are quiet. They're like, we're going to sit this one out. And then just when you think like, OK, it can't get any crazier. Edwin runs off. I don't even know. I truly no one don't know where he goes. I truly do not know how they got from the water to the land. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not sure if I care. I don't care. I so did at the they, time. And now I'm like, I cannot be bothered. Can't be bothered. But they There's all only so much disappear. No. So first they help Jenny no. off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Edwin it's, has it's her John. and the good brothers. I forgot about Edwin. Getting yeah, yeah, yeah. John. So that's where he yes. went. So they are like. So she and the good brothers are like together. They go to the house. It's like thunder and lightning, very like headless horseman type feels. And then uh, they see Edwin and Sir John on the roof of the castle. And he goes to stab Sir, or he does stab Sir John. He hurts him. And then Malcolm from like to me, what was like a football field, like so far away, throws a yes. little dagger and it hits Edwin and Edwin falls. But also he drops Sir John. And I right, was like, Sir John. how far did Jer Sir John fall then? Because he dies. Because this is crazy. Yeah. So they both fall ultimately to their deaths. Like Sir John dies a little bit after. And... The boys run off. They leave to go live their lives. And it's just her and Sir John while the police are coming. And then we get an epilogue where she's like, Mom, I told you, I'm never going on vacation with Dad again. And I was like, fucking good. And I was so afraid they were going to treat it like a joke. And they didn't. The mom was like, no. yeah, I thought he had changed. He didn't. I'll never do that yeah. to you again. I was like, thank God. And mom's like, you got a really interesting piece of mail. <laughs> And she's like, oh, what could it wait, be? First, I want to say there is that weird moment she has with Sir John at the end oh, what before he like passes out. Remember? Oh, yeah. 
What does he say? He like basically gifts her his life. <laughs> Wait, <Christ>. what? <laughs> Hold on. So like she wakes candle. up in a field. Sir John is there. So with a gasp, Jenny woke up. Rain was falling on her face. And as she turned her head, she realized she was lying in tall grass. Disoriented, she raised herself on her elbows and looked around. Silhouetted against the raging night, Worthington Hall was a blazing inferno. She could see a shadow standing only a few feet away. And as she struggled to her knees, Sir John turned around and regarded her with a dazed stare. They're gone, you know. All of them. My boys. I thought he died. Gone. No, he he ends up in a hot... I thought he died, too. Jenny oh. looked back at him, not fully understanding. Malcolm, she mumbled. Derek. Gone. He tur- And I'm like, they, they dead? He turned yeah. away and gazed for several minutes at the flaming horizon. It's right that they should go. How much more could I ask of them? He shook his head distractedly. Distractedly. His smile mm. was bittersweet. People will come soon with help and questions and good intentions. My boys have never much cared for inconveniences. Like what? Jenny looked around herself in bewilderment. She saw rocks and sloping fields. She saw woods below them and the deserted streets of the fair. But where? She asked slowly. To live their lives. The lives I've ruined for them all these many years. I'll never see them again. And I was like, they left Jenny there too? They were just like, we got to go. And then he like turns to look at her and he says, so he says, I'll never see them again. And he turns to her, but you will, my dear, he murmured. I've no doubt about that. Me? Jenny's heart was full. She wanted to know so much, to understand so much. But all she could do was watch him, the eerie smile on his face, the way his eyes grew large and empty. One good thing in the midst of bad. Sir John laughed softly and nodded. One very good thing. And we must always pursue the good things in our lives, mustn't we? His voice faded. Jenny could hear sirens in the far, far distance. Sir John just like stumbles away. He stumbles away to what I thought was to die. Yeah, I thought that too at the time. She looked down at the ground beside her and saw what was left of Malcolm's shirt. So he like disappeared shirtless into the night. Why? She oh no! Because remember, up. they took off their shirts to put to their faces because of the fire. Oh right! But still, they disappeared shirtless. Yeah, the yeah. The same result. She picked it up and held it gently against her cheek. Beneath the storm-ravaged sky, Worthington Hall fell gloriously into ashes. And then it cuts to the epilogue with Mom. So continue. So, so Mom, like, Mom's like, oh, you got a letter in the mail. She's like, hmm. And mom's like, a secret admirer. She's like, let me open this privately, please. <laughs> and <laughs> so she opens it. And the fact that, she, okay, I just am going to read this entire last <laughs> please do. part because it's horrible. It's insane. The writing looked as if it had been done by a child. The letters were big and scrawly, and there were little doodles and cartoons interspersed between the words. The message was short, only four lines. Don't try to run. Don't try to hide. You won't get far. We're right outside. Jenny, what is it? Where are you going? Mom straightened up in alarm as Jenny dashed over and flung open the back door. Jenny, honestly, honey, I wish you'd help me with lunch and quit playing games. Jenny looked down the driveway. 
to the car parked alongside the curb. Then she clutched the paper to her heart and started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like, he's like, my boys have returned to me. I know. So I would like truly at first, at first, I was like, oh, Edwin survived and she's going to get killed. <laughs> and then I was like, w- oh, we're right outside. Okay. So I guess it's the boys. I think it's like fucking all three of them have just like returned. <laughs> the fact that all three of them fucking road tripped over to go like hang out with Jenny. <laughs> Why? Why would you? <laughs> Truly, why? Truly, why? I, I, I'm just so confused. These people were gaslighting her, put her in danger for no reason, upped the danger constantly by not telling her and confusing her, and now they're like your very good friends, practically family. Yeah, is what it like is implied. <laughs> The crazy thing to me is that they've never interacted in any way that would no. even be a friendship. And and at no point, apart from enjoying Malcolm's kisses, mm-hmm. was Which there actually, any kind were of... Edwin's. Well, also... Maybe we'll say also 70-30. 70-30. 70 Malcolm, 30 Edwin. No, I think 70 Edwin. Because Edwin was the one who was like groping her at the beginning too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah no because i truly I think guess. the only malcolm but, kiss but, is but in the she morning was still enjoying malcolm's kisses not Derek's or wits yes right so also i just feel uh. like that's gonna make a really weird like friendship dynamic like i just don't so now it's like yeah wit truly is in the friend zone because wit it's like wit is pining after jenny malcolm is with Jenny, and then Derek's just there. Yes, yeah. Derek seemed very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Indifferent. Yeah, he was really uninterested in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's a book. <laughs> um, it is extremely repetitive and annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did enjoy reading it because it was so crazy. I would say only read this one if you were like pretty bored and you're not really doing anything else. And it, like you have to pay for this one. So I would. Oh, that's like, true. Don't bother. Yeah. If suddenly it's on Kindle Unlimited, which a number of her books are, aren't they? Or is that only Diane Ho? I think that's Diane. I thought they were both. I think there's some. I think there's some RTC on, on Kindle Unlimited. Not this mm. one, though. Hmm. It's just like this book also is like very unlike and this is not in a good way, but like very unlike the other books that we've read in that like it's all very genre ish. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, not because she's still like a very dumb, very boring protagonist who's like, what? Yeah, she still doesn't like she's still like any main character in the usual genre. Yes, she's extremely beautiful. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Like, we're not. They also, all we know is she has long blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. But that's and enough. And that they're, like, way into her. That's enough, though, that's to, to, I guess. to have her be so beautiful. I guess. I need more, personally. I mean, I'm not immediately yes. drawn in by blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, that's just me. 
That's just you. I've never really been about the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Read it if you can borrow it from the library. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I truly have nothing else to say. Yeah. That's the book. It's like, um, oh, I was so annoyed. Um, I was not, I was, I was not annoyed while reading it, but I was like, it's not like I was like, Ooh, what's going to happen next? I was more just like, like what? Right. Like that was my thought. Maybe 80% of the book. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then like the other 20% is like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. It's, that's definitely the tone of the book. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then next week, I think we can share this one because it, we got it on Kindle, right? What's next week? Mummy by Barbara Steiner. Ah, yes. Yes, we can announce that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not be totally selfish. I know. I know. Um, so thank you so much, everybody, for listening and for, uh, uh, yeah, keep keeping our show alive. We really, yes. really appreciate it. Thank you so uh, much. Our Patreon uh, supporters, you've been keeping us afloat during these times. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adriana Field. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Daniela Mana. Danny. Emily Pooley. Gabriela Santiago. Grace Armstrong. Jonathan Venable. Jordan Colwick. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Kelly Burns. Christerina. Landry Desmond. Laura Hooper. Luke Bartek. Mandalay Walshlager. Mariana Trezakis. Melody. Megan Lozier. Micah Eunice. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly Marks. Nick Ulanowski. Oscar Gallegos. Pamela. Randy Klett. Rashad Black. Rogue Kalahua. Sarah. Sarah Jaggers. Sarah Nichelle. Sasha Gibson. Shannon Pickens. Sydney Bollinger. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Valdez. Wendy Bartos. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Um, So yeah, that's all she wrote. We'll see you next week for The Mummy. And in the meantime. The Mummy. Keep it creepy. (laughs) Keep it mummy. (laughs) Mummy. I don't know what that means. That's cute. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent. Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.